alert. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Well, hello, it's Angela Fazio, and I'm missing my co-host. She is on this thing called vacation, so we let her off today, and I'm excited. Our, our um, guest today is from Las, Ve uh, Las Vegas area, actually right outside of Las Vegas. Her name is Stephanie Teeters. She's been in the business for eight years, and she is super fun. I can't wait for you guys to hear from her. <laughs> Stephanie, welcome to the show, and um, give us just a little bit of background about oh. yourself. Thanks so much, Angela. Um, I am a Las Vegas native, so I am in, in Vegas. I just don't live on the strip like everybody assumes you do when you live here. Um, I'm a mom of three girls and I have been doing real estate for eight years. So I really enjoy it and it gives me time with my kids. <laughs> yes, you have three beautiful little girls, which is yes. nuts. Having three girls, I have six kids, but only two of them are girls. And three girls is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of estrogen and I have that preteen right now and then a five and a three-year-old. So it's, nice. it's a nice. lot of girl. <laughs> it really is. So I think that your story getting into real estate and like the beginning struggles, I love to hear struggle stories because I think struggle stories are literally what make for me, it's what drove me for so long is my struggle story. You had one too. So tell us a little bit about your first years in real estate and when you just had your one daughter and give us a little background on that and how you got into real estate. So I was a single mom. I um, left my ex-husband, you know, it doesn't work out always. And I moved back home with my parents because they also live here. And I was sharing a bedroom with my daughter um, and I worked for a great company. I just wanted more. Um, so I ended up starting real estate thinking, you know, it could be something I could do on the side, help it supplement my income, you know, get out of my mom's house, basically again yeah. at 23 years yeah. old. <laughs> um, and I had the wonderful opportunity at my old company to work at home so I could really multitask. And I ended up starting real estate um, in 2013. And I really loved it. It allowed me, I worked only until 1 p.m. at my other job. So it gave me the whole day to work on real estate. Um, I worked for a great company that had a lot of coaching. And it was a struggle though. I mean, you don't make a lot of money your first year. I mean, you can, but with a baby as a single mom, full-time job, it just wasn't what I thought it was, I guess. <laughs> because people think it's so easy, right? You only hear yeah. the easy stories. Um, and I, I struggled the first three years, but I kept at it. Um, there's several times I wanted to throw in the towel, I say, and get like a normal nine to five, just a different nine to five, because I had a daughter and I had to have that stability. And I kept my job because of insurance, um, mostly because you have to have that with a single mom. And uh, finally, there was just like this pivot point where I started getting really busy with real estate and I had the opportunity to quit my full-time job. And it just kind of like, either you do or you don't. And I just jumped in and here I am. <laughs> Best I decision that. I ever made. <laughs> I know, right? So I wish I could, uh, and I, that's one of the reasons why I like to tell the struggle story is because not everybody, most everybody does not experience success right away at all. Like mm -hmm. it took me and my husband nine months to get something really rolling. And those are painful 
that's a long time. It doesn't sound like a long time, but when you're waiting and every single day you're putting in the work and nothing's happening, it's yeah. so frustrating and you do want to quit sometimes. Um, I, there's m many times that I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'll just get a normal job. And then I'm like, no, I'm not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to give just, up. I'm just going to keep trying. It's yep. I don't, I don't give up. It's like the Dory just keeps swimming. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a Dory tattoo anywhere? <laughs> uh, no, I have, um, the sea turtle though, somewhere. Oh, there, there you go. Is. Yeah. I so I've got, I mean, I've got so the fish. <laughs> well, let's talk about your tattoos for a minute. Cause that's one of your passions. Okay working it, out yes. tattoos and you may have a shopping problem is what I <laughs> may I told you may have a shopping problem and that goes along with the tattoos because I guess you spend money on them also <laughs> well tell me about your journey and with and why you love tattoos and the part it's played in your life because I I have a, a dirty little secret I only have two tattoos I have that one and I have one on my back <laughs> but if I could if I could have one you could I would have, I would have I'm over my entire body except for my face. Totally. So I will say, I mean, I've had tattoos since I was 16. My mom was really easygoing um, and signed for my first two at a very young age. But I was a good kid. I was a straight A student. That was what I loved. I was very passionate about it. Um, I went to an art college. So I think I, I'm really enamored. I love how they look and they always tell a story. There's always a story. Everyone has a story behind all of them. Um, and I also like being very different. I like to stand out, obviously. <laughs> I usually have colorful hair. And um, if you follow the Instagram or you've seen the stories, you've seen it. I always have something different going on because I don't like being boring. I don't like being the same. And if it makes me happy, I'm gonna do it for me kind of thing. Um, I definitely, when I started real estate, I did not have as many tattoos. In fact, this whole arm was not done. So I very much posed with the side that didn't have it because I felt it would hinder my business. Um, and like that same struggle, I, maybe it just wasn't myself. You know, I was struggling to try and fit this mold of what I thought it should be. And there was like, a, again, the pivot point where I was like, you know what, this is who I am. Either you like me or you don't and you're going to accept it. Mm -hmm. So I blasted my whole other arm and I tagged myself the Vegas tattooed realtor and here I am and everybody loves it and people, it doesn't prevent my business. In fact, it's, it's who I am. It's me and a lot of people enjoy it. I mean, you have some criticism, but then I don't have to work with those people. And that's the beauty of our business. <laughs> I a hundred percent agree. I was just going to say that this comes up all the time. And I think we all struggle, especially as women, we struggle with identity and you know, how we look or what, how, what represents us. And I think it takes everyone just a little bit. Kristen, Kristen's an anomaly. I wish she was here because she like must have come out of the womb confident, but not all of us <laughs> do, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'll, that goes back to if you are, I just, I actually just talked to a real estate agent who's been in the business forever that was hung up at, at first because she thought she had to dress a certain way and she had, mm -hmm. she thought she had to act a certain way. But the, in real estate, you're dealing with people and you don't want to attract people that you don't like. And if you act not like yourself, you're going to attract things that are not like yourself and it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. And I will say that um, if you're yourself, people can feel that, right? Like it's about a trust. It's not so much about building a house or buying a house. They want to trust you through the process. And if they like you and they trust you, then it doesn't matter what you look like or what you're wearing. I can tell you, I've showed up to a million dollar sales in Lululemon leggings. And that, that is really, Lululemon. I mean, they're Lululemon. <laughs> I mean, I still have my old Navy ones, but 
you know, I mean, literally leaving the gym and you get a phone call and it's like, okay, well, guess what? I'm in leggings. And they're like, we don't care. It's Stephanie, you know? So I think it took me, I want to say that three, four years to realize and accept that it's okay to be yourself during all of it. And people are either going to love you and they hate you. As long as you're a hard worker and you get the job done, it doesn't matter what you're wearing or what you look like. In my Absolutely. <laughs> there are literally, even in one little area, hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of clients, some of them mm -hmm. are going to fit your mold and your personality. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love oh, yeah. about There's always <laughs> exactly. more people. <laughs> yes. And then I also wear my um, token t-shirt when I'm out shopping. <laughs> What's to that? attract even more attention because it does say the Vegas tattooed realtor. Oh, and it yeah. does draw attention while I'm out shopping in my shopping problems that I don't have. So <laughs> at all. I like no. your strategy. So, so uh, Stephanie was sharing with me her shopping strategy with three kids. Okay. So we have these outdoor malls and they have mm -hmm. like flash pads and like fun things to play with. So to share a little secret, a shopping secret. <laughs> so we have several outdoor malls out here because you know it's Vegas the weather's 99% of the time like amazing even when it's raining people are still at the mall because it's 80 degrees and beautiful so they have installed outdoors these little splash pads splash, splash pads play parts <laughs> so these, I know seriously and they always have like an ice cream joint right next to them so you bring your kids in a towel and a backpack and you basically let them run for two hours they wear themselves out you get some ice cream and then because they got to play for so long, then you can take them shopping with you. And they're really excited about it. <laughs> so they're excited to go to the mall with me because they know they get to play and get some ice cream. Um, and it curbs, you know, it's that family time. It curbs, it gets you out and mm -hmm. still can enjoy my shopping experience. I they're, love it. They're tired. They're worn out, right? <laughs> as long as they're not so tired that they start to um, tantrum. <laughs> um, I have had that before. And that's when you throw them on your back, like a backpack and you just, you muscle through it. <laughs> well, there, there, that's the reason to work out. <laughs> yes. I throw one on the back and I'm carrying one in the front, which I have done before. It's not fun. And you yeah. kind of, cause I don't do strollers anymore. Um, I gave up on strollers. It, Although I was kind of sad because I usually used my stroller to hold all of my bags. All the bags. And I realized, <laughs> I realized that when I went shopping the first time, I'm like, where am I supposed to put all this stuff? I was like, oh, I used to shove everything like in the stroller where the kid sits and the kids would walk next to me. Right, right. So convenient. A little shop, uh, your own personal shopping cart. <laughs> I know. I'm like, man, I might just get a stroller just to put all my stuff in for right? shopping. It's horrible. <laughs> Um, the, the other thing that I, you brought something to my attention because we're all in real estate. Most of our audience is in real estate and mm -hmm. it's interesting. The things that go into your decision or your client's decision about buying a house, you know, that's another thing that you and I were talking about that I think is a unique kind of spin on location, location, location. We were talking yes. about that. We share one of our closest friends. We have the same closest friend, Stephanie and me. Her name is Amazon. <laughs> we call her Emma. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Tell about that little that uh, the time the little town by you that doesn't have Amazon Prime. Oh, oh. gosh, it's a tragedy. It's, it is. I mean, they're used to it. So I have friends that live there. It's Logandale, um, and it's a, it's about forty five minutes outside of Vegas, and it's like a small like it's considered a town. There's only five thousand people, and I've considered you know country life a little bit slower with the kids moving out there, um, and I've come to the realization that they do they have Amazon. It delivers. 
but it takes like the standard four to five days. They do not have prime and they do not have prime now. And I don't know about you, but with like me, three kids, I use prime now quite frequently for like groceries and stuff that you probably could just go to the store for, but you know, busy. I have a lot of things I want to show up and my food is there. My groceries are there. Everything's there. So call me spoiled, but I decided that I had to check that one off as location, not going to work for myself I <laughs> just because crazy. I need it. <laughs> that's right. I, I think that's crazy that we can literally, I don't even know how long grocery stores are going to last. You can literally, I go online, mm -hmm. I order them all. They show up at my door two, to, two hours later. Why, who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't do that? That's fantastic. I know. <laughs> it's it's amazing, honestly. And you can schedule it. So like if I know I'm going to be out all day, I can schedule it till. But they don't have that. So I was like, you no, know, that's not going to work for out. my family, maybe somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One other thing is your pizza joint that I never yes. considered. Is if you have a favorite pizza joint that she says, I'm not Tell, wait, you lived in a house. I lived in a house um, and well, we lived in two. So we moved around a little bit. Uh, growing family, of course, changes the size of our house. Um, so we moved around a little bit, found this great pizza place and we moved outside of their delivery range. And we decided we need when we were moving again, um, I called the pizza place to make sure that the new address before we moved was within the delivery location because they only deliver within a two mile radius. Like they don't use the Grubhubs and the everything's out there. So I had to make sure before we moved because this pizza place is life for every Friday <laughs> in our family. That's that they deliver. They should be paying you for sponsorship. That's what they should be doing. I mean, they know who we are by name. Like we, li I literally walk in, it's like, hey, Stephanie. I'm like, this is bad. Like that our delivery driver knows us. I mean, it's good though, right? That's, it's a loyalty thing. And I'm, I'm really a fan of that. So I definitely, and I recommend them for everybody in my two mile radius. <laughs> so this applies to our whole audience, not. <laughs> not, no, but I, they're not even a chain. They're definitely like a local. They used to be out in Henderson and they branched out to here. So when I did, I was like, like I'm never leaving you ever. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So tell us some of your, your, I know that you had told me that most of your real estate business comes from the relationships that you've built. It, it was Zappos, right? That you worked for? Yes. Yeah. So I worked at Zappos. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. That's what I want to get oh, into. So people can understand how to get business. Yeah, no, I worked there for almost 10 years. That was my job before doing real estate. And it was, I mean, it was wonderful, right? Um, and I definitely connect the, kept the connections with everybody that was there. And a lot of my business when I left, it was, hey, you know, just so you know, I'm in real estate now. And a lot of them knew what I was doing uh, and they all supported me. And I still, to this day, people that still work there that I still know, I'm getting referrals from the people that work there, which is great because um, I'm a big relationship person. I'm not in the business just for houses, which I've said um, I'm in a relationship business. I think the relationship is all that. It. It's the biggest purchase I think most people will ever make in their lives. So that connection is always very well. And I think if you come highly referred, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard about Zappos, but mm -hmm. they base their whole, I was trained on customer service. I mean, that is all I know for 10 years was their customer service was under promise, over deliver and deliver. Wow. So that really stuck with me even through this business. Yeah. Um, and I think that really made it, it's not about the money in the end. It never was, you know, it wasn't about the money then in Zappos because we weren't commission based. It was, if you stay on the phone for four hours, you're helping this person for four hours and that's okay. Nobody cares. It's not, you help that person. So that really stuck with me. Ah, I lost a headphone. 
um, through this. And um, I think because of that, a lot of people still refer me through them. So I really, I appreciate it. So <laughs> I'm a big a referral person. Tips. So if you, if you're a relationship person and someone's like, I mm -hmm. want to be intentionally more relational with my clients, give just mm -hmm. a couple of tips of what you do to be intentionally relational. It's honestly all about communication. So just my, and I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here. So like sure. my broker is a big person. It's like, just give a shit, just yeah. care about the person. That's all you have to do. Hey, how's it going? And you might not even be in the whole, like, it's not just my clients. It's like my friends too. And I'm a big Buffini fan, which I think I told you guys. Mm -hmm. And that's really about relationships and it's building on that. I was already there and this just kind of gave you that structure for it. Um, it's just caring. Like, how's the kids? How's your work? How's, and don't make it about real estate. Just how's their life doing, especially during COVID. I don't know if, I mean, I hate to bring it up, but everything's shut down and people are struggling and you still call in, Hey, how are you doing? Do you need anything? And it really just makes a difference. Cause you know, there's times when I called someone, it was, how are you doing? And I basically had someone just cry on the phone to me mm -hmm. because yeah. you know, they lost their job and they weren't, I mean, it wasn't even about real estate and that just sticks with people. You know, you care. That's all it really is, is that's in my business, at least for me, I just want to care about the person and the business will come later. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, is in our busy lives, if you don't put process and procedure around your caring, and I mean that seriously, like yeah. I care about people, but I'm going to forget about somebody. Mm -hmm. if I don't have some process and procedure in my life to remind me that that person, oh my God, I haven't talked to that person in three months or four months. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. That's why there's things like Buffini and different, different systems. It's not that you're pretending to care and you don't. It's you care so much that you're willing to put process and procedure yep. in place so that you people schedule it. You basically yeah. schedule, schedule it. it. You schedule your caring. <laughs> yep. And well, because most of my relationships and I'm sure yours as well, like I have kids, a lot of my clients have kids and life gets away from you. You forget. Yeah. So, you know, I put kids' birthdays in my phones, my clients' kids' birthdays, my friends' kids' birthdays, and just, hey, hope, hope they had a great birthday. And I will tell you, Facebook makes it way easier to do a lot of things. Like, Facebook will tell you the whole month of birthdays. So you just write them down in your calendar. Like, I have a calendar right here. And during the, oh, in that morning, hey, here happy birthday here to your kid. Here. Yeah, I've got calendars every, I have one, <laughs> two, three, I have four, not to include my phone. So I definitely, I'm a big time blocker. I'm a big scheduler and you have to be, I think with kids and work and all of those things. <laughs> I agree. Well, I think that you are amazing. Well, I am you. so <laughs> grateful to God that I've met you and gotten to know you. And I'm sure our audience is going to love your Yay! show as well. <laughs> a couple of announcements. Um, today we have our next girl educate yourself yeah. zoom session. That's coming up. Ladies, if you're interested, what it is, is we have uh, today, Stephanie Mainville is um, is presenting about social media. She's awesome at it. And then it's a chance for us to talk about it and share ideas and improve our business and improve our lives. So the girl, educate yourself. Um, you go onto our Moms in Real Estate Instagram. You can find out how to log in. And the other thing is, is keep November 4th and 5th, maybe the 3rd through the 6th, free. It's our next Flourish event. And we're gathering even more women together this time with excursions and fun things to do. Make it a little mini, mini girl trip um, or bring your husband and they can drink at the bar right? with all the husbands. That's right. Exactly. So um, keep those dates aside. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. Don't jump off yet, Stephanie. And uh, okay. I'll see you next time.